0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, August the 13th. Yes, it's Friday the 13th, and we want to talk about this idea of why Friday the 13th is designated as a really bad luck day. Any Friday that's on the 13th is considered bad, evil. And therefore, we have to be super cautious. So we want to talk a bit about that. But our reading this morning comes to us by way of Psalm 100. Psalm 100, which is a beautiful response to uh, black cats, the 13th, umbrellas in the house, opening them, of course, and uh, all other sorts of uh, superstitious beliefs that have really endured throughout uh, their particular history. So the question is, why is Friday the 13th considered to be uh, a very, very bad luck day? I remember uh, in New Orleans, where I grew up, uh, there was a beautiful building there, one of the majestic buildings on Canal Street called it was a beautiful shopping store and an office building, and it went very, very high. It was one of the highest buildings on uh, Canal Street itself, Maison Blanche, the White House. And um, they didn't have a 13th floor. Uh, the elevator would go 12, 14, 15, I think it was 16 floors. Uh, they found that no one would rent office space on the 13th floor. So the elevator simply uh, bypassed the 13th floor and simply went to 12, 14, and so on. And so um and we grew up with all of those kinds of superstition. Don't step on a crack or you break your mother's back. If you open an umbrella in the house, uh someone is going to die. Don't cross over someone who's either sitting in a chair or laying in the bed or on the floor, they're resting. Uh, You had to cross back over to take the bad luck off of them. A black cat running across your path, oh goodness, something bad was bound to happen. And all of these kinds of little things that come up, uh, and again, they have endured, and you still have people who uh, indeed... uh, believe that, the popularity of astrology, and the the horoscope, and the wishing well, and all of those kinds of things that people turn to, some people turn to it first in the paper in the morning, headlines, uh, well, I understand that. But the sports, or even the financials, they go and they look for their horoscope and uh many people subscribe to horoscope magazines and in New Orleans we have uh an array of uh, tables set up in in front of uh the St. Louis Cathedral which is in Jackson Square area and uh we have all kind of fortune tellers tea, tea leaf readers tarot cards uh up and down uh, around Jackson Square and up and down around uh, Royal Street uh, in New Orleans. Uh, And um, they're very popular. And for some people, it's just kind of an amusement, but for some, it uh, it has deep meaning. So what is it about this Friday the 13th? Well, it goes all the way back to the 12th, 13th century when a uh, Uh, A pagan religion, uh, a Nordic belief, was that uh, a particular uh, king or god had thrown a uh, party and uh, one particular god was not invited. And so he cast an evil spell and it was on the 13th of the month and it was a Friday. And so that became... uh, that worked its way again through the culture, even in the Middle Ages, which was supposed to be the age of faith. Well, it was faith that, uh, indeed, on the 13th, it was a day to be super cautious because the evil spirits and that curse was active. And so people became, again, very cautious. Uh, for the religious among us, uh, the 13th uh, even became... Associated with the Last Supper, if you can believe it. And the story goes that um, Judas was late for the Last Supper, and so when he arrived, he was the 13th. The 11 apostles, Jesus made 12, and with the arrival of Judas, it was the 13th. So it became associated with the one who had betrayed the Lord. And even back further than that, back into the Old Testament, right in the beginning in the book of Genesis, stories circulated that Adam and Eve ate the uh, forbidden fruit on the 13th. And uh, this became uh, associated with the fall of humanity. And so the 13th, again, was a day not only for pagan religions, but even found its way into some interpretations of the Bible. And people read into that uh, something evil. And uh, I think that if we look at a deeper level, this idea of uh, superstition, this idea of uh, evil spirits, evil gods who have nothing better to do than to cast spells and play mischief with humanity. And it's interesting because you have many people who claim to be atheist. They don't believe in God. God doesn't exist, that's, that's a superstition, that's, that's uh, immature, it's for the uneducated. Um, yet they believe in evil spirits. Uh, they may call it karma. Uh, bad luck, bad fortune, what have you. But if you ask them, do they believe in God? Oh, no. I've outgrown that. At the same time, they won't open an umbrella. They stay away from black cats, especially on the 13th. Um, It's a rather strange thing. In fact, it's, to be impolite, it's goofy. And I'm sure that there's an explanation for it, but... Um, I haven't heard a satisfactory one yet, Uh, and we say, well, I know somebody who died after a black cat crossed their path. Well, I don't think the black cat knew that, Uh, and we read back into those things, uh, those kind of interpretations. And um, What it ignores, of course, in our Christian faith, in our Christian faith that has come down through the centuries in the scriptures, properly understood, and in the teachings of the church, is we don't look to luck or evil spirits or certain days or events or things that we do. But we look to the providential care of Almighty God. Um, St. Paul tells us that all works unto good for those who truly love God. All things. Of course, there are bad events that happen. There are disappointments. There are failures. Yes, there are deaths, sudden and expected. Those things happen. That's the result of just daily living. Uh, Some people believe that you should stay in bed all day, but you wouldn't live very well doing that, as we know from lockdowns and shutdowns and all of that other sort of stuff that we're now uh, somehow uh, possessed by. And so uh, we look not to luck and we look not to uh, uh, spells and incantations and all of those kinds of things. We look to the providential care of Almighty God. And Psalm 100 which I would really invite you to not only read, but also to meditate upon, not simply today, but really the whole of our life. It's really a psalm for every day. And in part, it says the following, which I think is uh, very important if you bear with me. It says, Sing joyfully to the Lord all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. His we are. His people. The flock he tends. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. His courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. The Lord is good. The Lord whose kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. That that is what is offered to us each and every day. God's kindness which endures forever, his faithfulness to all generations. Yes, we will have our crosses We'll have our speed bumps, and sometimes they're head-on collisions. That's true. Not every day is uh, blue skies and green lights. There are starless nights. There are clouds and storms. There's wind, rain, and torrents. That's part of living in a fallen world, in a world that is not yet fully redeemed which will only take place with the second coming of Jesus, where there is a new heavens and a new earth. But in the meantime, we do not go through our daily lives alone at the whim and fancy of some kind of invisible force or deity that's out there just manipulating us for their own pleasure and amusement. We have a God who loves us, a God who knows us so well that the hairs of our head are counted, even if you happen to be bald. Uh, God can count the follicles of the little wannabe hairs that still remain below the surface. So much does God know us and care for us. God does not take pleasure in the brokenness and in the misfortune that has resulted from sin. But God is present to bind up wounds, to make straight crooked paths, to ride straight with crooked lines in our lives. If we come into the Lord's presence with trust, turn to the Lord, turn from evil and do good, that you may abide forever. Trust in the Lord and do good that you may dwell in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord and he will grant you your heart's request. Faith and trust that's what is called for and a surrender to God's abiding love. So, on this day of Friday the 13th, Let us not be filled with fear and anxiety, a kind of caution that stops us from living. But let us, in faith and trust, walk through this day, knowing that we do not walk alone. We walk with the God who loves us and cares for us, and the God in whom we trust and we are his own. May God bless you on this Friday the 13th. And You don't need good luck. God's grace is there for you today and all the days of your earthly journey for all is time toward our true and lasting home. God bless you.